you're just going through the motions of life, but not fully living, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. It wasn't that long ago that we felt the exact same way. So now we're sharing what worked for us with you. We're so glad you found us. We'll bring you real life stories and tools that have helped us live more positive, intentional, and enlightened lives. Let us help you navigate your journey from where you are now to where you want to be. Pack your bags and let's go. So welcome to another episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. We are super excited that you are here. So listen, if you're a first time listener, we wholeheartedly believe you have found us for a reason and there is absolutely something in this episode for you. And if you are a long-term listener or if you've listened to us before, thank you for coming back. We're so excited to share that you're sharing our space and we hope you find a nugget in today, which we know you will. Um, and also we hope that you will share our podcast with others that you think can utilize what we're given. Um, and we are excited to have another guest today. Um, and I'm going to get Lori to, to introduce her. Yeah, so today we've got Nadine Grace. Nadine was born and raised in Jamaica, and at the age of 17, she moved to the United States with her family. She's a certified master life coach and certified Reiki master. She has over 10 years of, of leading and facilitating teams in the accounting services industry. She received her bachelor's in accounting and her master's in business from Georgian Court University. Nadine's invested over 50,000 hours in personal growth and still continues to learn and grow every day. She's passionate about living her life on purpose and believes that if you want to be successful and produce extraordinary results in your life, you must live your life with passion and purpose every day. She's on a mission to help you successfully navigate your path by providing skills and mindset strategies to ensure success in all areas of your life. She's the host of Universal Grace Podcast and believes that each and every one of us have a purpose, and she knows she's on this planet to empower others to awaken to their infinite potential. Welcome! Yay. What a great, like, listen, we're so super excited to have you. So just a little tidbit, we met Nadine when we were in a podcast podcast accelerator class together. Um, so we both, we all had this idea about podcasts and there's a big group of us that came together and we, it was a kind of a throw it, throw it at you course. It was, I think it was eight weeks and we really dove into how to do this. And both of our podcasts were birthed from that experience and our friendship, thank goodness, was birthed from that experience because we love you. Welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much for that warm welcome. I love you all too. I'm so glad to be doing this with you. I've been waiting for it. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. And we know that there's no coincidences in life. And for some reason, out of all the people in that class, Nadine was one that Tanya and I both were like, who's this girl? We There's something about her. Like She's got that special sauce. And we just felt very attracted to you, magnetized to you. And I think it's because our stories are very similar, different yet similar. So will you tell us a little bit about your story and how you got here? 
Absolutely. I Before I start with the story, I believe that once we're walking on the same path, energetically, the universe pull us together because we're on the same path of, you know, just just helping others to, to remember who they are and to wake up and take their powers back. So with my story, I like you said, I was born and raised in Jamaica. I came here at 17 years old. And leaving from Jamaica to move into a new place, it's like, you know, talk about culture shock. It's It was very different. I um, went to high school. It was a bit, um, <laughs> it was tough. High school days were very tough. Kids couldn't really understand when I talked because I had a really thick accent. And I really was I've always been like a shy kid. It wasn't, didn't really know who I was. Didn't really have much of a confidence. And so I was always that feisty, feisty that was feisty in the back of the classroom, just observing and taking everything in and just kind of just say to myself, because like I said, I didn't know who I was. I was really shy in a new country trying to figure out what in the world is going on. And as I progressed, I went to college um, and that I started warming up in college. I started to get more into who I was, started making friends. And um, then I went on to work in the business world. I was an accountant for many years. Um, I part of that my part of my accounting role took me to travel from all travel all over the world. So I've been to like almost every country that you can think of in the world, meeting from people, meeting people from all week walks of life. I love to meet people. I like to talk about things that really interest me. So after I stopped doing that, I, I realized that I didn't, I moved on from being an auditor that was an auditing um, role to actually just being more of an operational um, role inside of the company where I wasn't traveling. And I was stuck in a cubicle and I literally didn't have any windows. And my mind started playing tricks on me. I started really not necessarily playing tricks on me. I really, I was bored out of my mind. And I started realizing that this is not the path I wanted to go down. I no longer wanted to be an accountant. I no longer wanted to sit, you know, I know I just no longer wanted to do what I, I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I was waking up every day feeling like, oh, I don't want to go to bed, go to work. I would literally drag myself out of bed and um, get to work. And the only reason why I was doing that is because I had to pay my bills. So I was miserable for so long, just going to a job that was not fulfilling. And when you were, you're, when you're at a, when you're doing something that is not fulfilling, you don't tend to give it your best. You don't really get into it. You just do the bare minimum. So that's what I was doing, doing the bare minimum because every day for me was painful. Accounting was no longer fun. And, you know, just doing the same mundane task. I was like sleepwalking and I, it really forced me to, to really take a good look at myself and ask myself some really tough questions. So it, I ended up leaving the job and because it was painful to, it wasn't fair to, to my managers and it wasn't fair to myself to, to do something that I just wasn't passionate about. So I remember one day going into my, I went in to get a colonic and um, the, the, the lady who was doing it, she, I, I was telling her how miserable I was. I no longer have a job and I'm not sure what I want to do with myself. I know that I don't want to go back in the corporate world. That's just something that was just not fulfilling anymore and she she just looked at me out of nowhere when I was telling her that she was like have you ever heard of the secret 
And I looked at her and I was like, see who? <laughs> no, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she said, I'll be right back. Just give me a minute. I have a copy in my car. I'm gonna grab a copy. And, and she came back with it. I remember going home that evening. My 12 year old niece was visiting at the time. And I remember watching it and for me to even begin to articulate how that movie exploded my paradigm is an understatement. I was literally just sitting on my couch with my mouth wide open like, wow, are you trying to tell me that all this time, in all the years I've been alive, that I have been co-creating with God. I've been co-creating my reality. I am responsible for my life. Oh no, my mom is responsible. My dad is responsible. My coworkers were responsible, responsible for pissing me off. The government is like, it just completely blew open my paradigm. And ever since I've been on a mission to really know thyself, to expand my mindset, to to find out like, who am I and, and why am I here? So I went on like a journey of self-discovery where I was reading like every book's personal development books, too many to name, like the alchemy, power of the subconscious mind, think and grow, which you just name on and on. And I was like tuning into every self-help guru you can think of, Wayne Dyer, Bob Proctor, Les Brown, Lisa Nichols, you name them. And I was like, holy crap, I don't want to curse on your show. Okay. But <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like this is just crazy. And and I have been like just a, a, a lifelong student, just soaking up everything that I can to, to really expand my mind and and bring that self-awareness into the world. I'm really passionate about sharing that story with, with others. So they too can, can have that aha moment, like, oh, wow, you know, I can have beer, do anything that I want. I am creating my reality. So hopefully that wasn't too much, too long of a no, story, but I- That's, that's <laughs> exactly what we want. And you know, so hearing that, because we've never heard that the exact version of your story before, but, but hearing that, it, you said a couple of things I want to just remind our listeners about. First of all, you described it as sleepwalking. I've never said it like that, but holy crap, you're exactly right. Because that's where we were is, is we were in that sleepwalking phase. And then the secret, we have not mentioned that. I don't think on any of our podcasts yet, but it was instrumental in the beginning of my journey. You know, it was one of the first tools, the first books and movies that I did watch and just like you I was like holy crap like are you kidding and then all the people you the Wayne Dyer was one of my first Bob Proctor Jack Canfield like the whole list that you just gave Lisa Nichols oh my god we love her mm -hmm. um all of those people were exactly the same people that resonate with us and so it just reminds me of why we all vibe so well together because those are Lori's people too yeah, and it's so interesting that Tanya and I talk a lot about, like, I guess it was the late 90s when Oprah had the, the authors of The Secret on her show, and both of us had watched that and never talked about it for 20-something years, and it resonated with us, but we didn't actually start integrating any of the lessons from it at that time. But when we were ready, when the, when the student is ready, the, the teacher will appear. And I feel like your story is very similar in that you had to go through that, um, getting to that point in your job and your life to be ready and open to hear that messenger that came to you that day with the secret, right? Before that, you may not have been open to receive it, but at the universe just works in miraculous ways to bring us to the right moment, the right people at the right time for each of us. 
Yes. Yes. I, I, yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I, I must say that even though I learned about the secret, I didn't fully integrate the teachings in my life. And I went down a road of suffering where I was, I couldn't, I went back to working in the workforce and went back to feeling unfulfilled because I didn't really incorporate everything that I was learning. And then when my son was born, then all the challenges that comes with motherhood, I totally forget. I forgot about myself and I wasn't pouring into myself. So I, everything that I had learned went out the window and I went through that phase again of suffering. And I just want your, your listeners to really understand that we can learn as much as we want, we want, but if we don't integrate what we're learning and put it into to action, then it's not going to change your life. And that's what happened. Like it wasn't until a couple of years ago when I got tired of suffering, I got tired of waking up to the same life over and over again. I got tired of like just blaming my little baby son. I got tired of blaming everyone but myself and, and, and going back to what I know. Then I decided that enough was enough. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to dedicate myself to being that best version that that I know that I am, that is within me, that is dying to to shine. So I just wanted to make that part clear that yeah. here, like learning something and not applying it is two different things. And I wasn't applying what I was learning. And I think we all we all go through that. I mean, just like you said, and, and like Laura said, we heard this a while back and and even prior to really kicking it in six years ago and make and, and really starting to make that effort. For years, I had dabbled in listening to self-help and finding this guru or that one and listening and and it was there, but again, I wasn't doing anything with it. Um, and, and so I think, but what I was doing, I think was priming the pump. It, and and when I was ready, I started putting it into play. And and that's, I think, very important for everybody to understand, too, just like you said, because we've all been there. So don't feel like you're failing because you learned it three years ago and you didn't put it into play. And so it's gone. It's not. You can bring it back any, at any single moment. You can bring it into play any single moment. You just have to continue playing. Yes, that's, that's the... That's, I wouldn't say secret, but that's the missing ingredient in a lot of um, people who keep, you know, I wouldn't say, I don't like to say failure because there's no such thing, but people who are struggling to, to really um, step into their greatness is, is, is consistency, is keep doing the same thing over and over again because for a while I struggled with that to, to keep my morning routine going. My morning routine keeps me going and keeps me alive. My personal development, reading, learning, just rejuvenating my spirit and keeping me fresh and, and um, just updating the, the files in my cabinet and my brain to, you know, those are the things that keep me going and keep me alive. And there are times when I fall back, there are times when I get consumed again into the, the, the illusionary world. And I have to remind myself like, oh no, I'm not going back there. I work too hard to be where I am right now to go back there. So it can easily happen if we're not applying, if we're not upgrading ourselves, if, if we're not, you know, intentionally um, working on ourselves, it can happen to anyone. Can you, do you mind sharing a little bit about your morning routine? So my morning routine is kind of crazy. I read this book called The 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma, and it has totally changed the way I 
look at my morning and spend my mornings before that I would wake up when my son wakes up and then you know he's like mommy can I have oatmeal mommy and all that noise in my head and I would go nuts I'm like oh my gosh I just need some alone alone time just let me breathe and I wasn't realizing that I wasn't taking that time out of my day to to pour into myself to 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 really develop myself and 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 grow and learn and grow so I started applying everything in the Robin Sharma book, um, where he says, when you wake up at 5 a.m., doesn't have to be minus five or six. I've been waking up at six lately, but 5 a.m. is my normal. When you wake up early in the morning and you are up before everyone else, you hear that stillness and that quietness is golden and it does something to your brain. And especially if you start exercising right away, exercising first thing in the morning and especially sweating, it lowers your cortisol and raises your inspirational hormone, your love hormone, your feel good hormone. So what happened when you do that, you feel good throughout the day. And it, he's right as you continuously do it. So the first thing I do is get up, I grab a bottle of water, it has about 32 ounce bottle of water and put some apple cider vinegar in it, sometimes lemon. And then I get on my treadmill and I jog for, for 30 minutes and I get that sweat going. And I, I have like a sauna suit on that really makes me sweat. So when I'm done sweating, I then go take a cold shower where I um, first wash with warm water and then I um, rinse with cold water. And I do that to, you know, to get that mental toughness because nobody wants to, um, take a shower with cold water. So when you do that, you, you're rewiring your brain and you're telling your brain that you're in charge and the, your brain, is, your mind is not in charge like you are. So I do that. And then after I'm done with my cold shower, I come downstairs and then I do breath work. And that are you all aware with the Wim Hof breath work? Mm -hmm. So I do the breath work and then I do like a Wayne Dyer I am um, meditation is like I am affirmation meditation. And I do that. Then after I'm doing, done doing that, I journal. I, that's something that I've always like, I don't feel like sitting down to write, but I journal. And I realized that when I journal, when I'm done, I feel lighter. I feel so much lighter after I'm done writing. And I love it so much now. So I journal after I'm done journaling. It's imperative for me to consume in motivational, inspirational, either a masterclass or a podcast or read a book to, to continue to learn and grow, to, you know, to, to get that inspiration from someone who, who's doing it, who's already been there. So that's kind of what my morning routine looks like. And then I say my affirmations, I visualize for like 10 minutes. Well, not that long, probably like five to eight minutes. I visualize what I want my day to look like and what, and I also visualize my vision as well, where I want to be. And then I um, grab my mirror and I go through, Lisa Nichols talk about really, um, she went through this exercise of like really healing and, and really forgiving yourself and loving yourself because we all have inner child wounds that we walk around with. So she talks about real, get in the mirror and find seven, seven things that you are proud of seven things. It could be, I'm proud that I cooked dinner for my family today. I'm proud that I was present for my family. I'm proud that I, you know, that I'm doing my morning routine. It could be anything that makes you, that lights you up. Seven things that you're proud of. And then seven things that you forgive yourself for. For me lately, I've put on some weight. So I do, I'm, I'm, I forgive myself for gaining weight. I forgive myself for not always being present for my son. I forgive myself for not being more successful than I am today. I'm, I forgive myself for 
for being so hard on myself is whatever keeps playing in your mind over and over again that eats at you. It's so important to forgive yourself for that so you can move on because that will keep you in a mind frame of like feeling sorry for yourself and mad at yourself. And it's just not, it's just not good for growth. And then seven things that you're committed to. So it could be, I'm committed to learning and growing every day. I'm committed to, to being present, to being in the present moment. I'm committed to com coming out with a, a podcast every, every week. It could be anything that, so I do that. And I spend about two and a half, three hours doing that. And it really has, I've seen like a huge difference in my life since I started that. I'm more, um, just more nicer to myself because I was very hard on myself. There was one time where I used to just not look at myself in the mirror because I, I just thought that I was, my legs were either too big. My arms were like, just always criticizing myself and always so down on myself. And I find myself now, like given my, like, um, what's, what's her name? That high five, um, Mel, Mel. I just listened to her. Yes, I just listened yes. to that. Yes. And I find myself when I wake up in the morning, I, the first thing I do before I get on my treadmill is I go in my mirror and I say, you go girl. You know, even if I look like a train just ran over me, you go girl, <laughs> you know, you, you look so beautiful and I'm so proud of you. You're doing the darn thing. You just, I, and I give myself and I give myself a hug because that's something that I never did. And I, I, I used to always crave so much hugs from my son. Like if he's pat, like running by, he's six years old, Jordan, can I have a hug? And I hug and I'm like, maybe I'm not giving myself that, the attention that I need. Like why am I craving is, is love so much. And I started hugging myself like every chance I get, because you know, he's six. It doesn't always feel like, like mommy, just get off of me so I can go jump on the trampoline. So I started hugging myself. I'm like, you know what? You don't want to hug mommy. I, I'll hug myself. <laughs> so I started treating myself a lot more kinder and a lot more nicer. And in doing that, then I'm able to see the world. You know, it just, I have so much compassion for humanity and just so much love and seeing the oneness in humanity. It changed my mindset like drastically. So that's pretty much my morning routine in a nutshell. <laughs> well, and I'll say like, we, first of all, that is amazing. Yes. Um, I, I cannot like, that is, that is awesome. And I think I have a, mine is not that in depth, but I do have a routine that I that really makes that difference for me. And, and I think for our listeners, you understand that yours might not can be two and a two and a half, three hours. You might not can pack it all in, but all the things that Nadine does, all of them work. So think about one that you want to try and just wake up in the morning and pick, pick one. Um, even if like, I didn't, I didn't remember to say gratitude, even if it's just gratitude, you know, even if it's just writing down something that you're grateful for, because that raises our frequency. So I, I don't remember to put that, but it's something that you can either feel it or you can write it down. I believe in writing things down, but you know, it doesn't have to be three hours is long. I do it because I like every, how everything as a process, I look at it as a process come together and it's working for me and I wake up early enough to get it done, right. but it could be just changing something that you do in the morning. Um, I don't remember who it was. Um, gosh, his name is right in my mind, but he said something about, um, you can rewire your brain by starting with something small. Even if you just get up and drink a glass of water in the morning, that's something different. Or brushing your teeth with the opposite hand, that's telling your brain that you are changing something, that you are, you're changing your routine and it changes the way you think and it changes your, like, it doesn't matter. It could be something because our habits are what keep us stuck. 
our habits make us and break us. Absolutely. And if right we, yes, if we don't change our habits and change the way we show up in the world, then we'll keep living the same life over and over and over and over again. And that's what was happening to me. I, life was miserable because I wasn't changing what I was doing on a daily basis. And when we start doing that, even if it's just a small thing, gratitude, meditation, you know, whatever it is that, that will get you to, to start looking at life differently and start committing to something that will help you to learn and grow is, is, is better than doing nothing at all. So out of all the things that you do, could you pinpoint one thing that you just really could not live without that's been so transformational for you? The one thing you do daily, it might not be part of your morning routine. You might do it some other time during the day that maybe could be a takeaway for our listeners. What's that one thing? Wow, that's a very good question. I would say reading. I, I'm a lifelong learner. I'll always be a student. I like to learn. I like to stretch my mind. I like to learn new things. So one thing, if I in the de- in in the desert and there's nothing in, I just I need a good book, a good book to dive in so I could because when we read, we're placing we're we're not only just reading, we're actually having our imagination working for us. We are seeing and touching and feeling everything that the author is describing and talking about. And it's it's rewiring your mind and it changes your blueprint. So reading for me is 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 so important for me to read. I used to read one book per week, but now I'm homeschooling my son. So it's very difficult. So I'm doing like two books, two books a month or three books a month. But reading is is so important. So I couldn't live without that. (laughs) Well, and I'll say, so the one that you mentioned that I've heard before and I've actually tried before and I forgot, kind of forgot about it and how powerful it is. I'd like to bring this one to our listeners attention is the is the mirror where you say the seven things that you're proud of yourself for the seven things that you forgive yourself for and the seven things that you're committed to um it's not the first time I've heard that one and I've done it before and it it really really is impactful and and I have to say now that you've reminded me about it I am going to put it on my list of something I'm going to have to start trying to do again at least once a day. I like that one sometimes at night before I go to bed. Um, that one's, and I need a little bit better of a bedtime ritual. And so I may start adding that one back to my nighttime routine because I think when you can say, I'm proud of myself, when you, you, you're filling yourself up with that love and when you can say forgiveness, you know, when you can start forgiving yourself, you can start forgiving others. And that's where the let go can come into play. Um, and then, and then the things that you committed to, it's reminding yourself that you have these goals and you have these commitments and that you are working towards something. And I think for me, goals are really important in my life. So I really appreciate you reminding me of that one. And I hope our listeners, if that resonates with somebody, will try it because it is powerful. Yes, yes, it really is. At first, it feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Your your mm-hmm. ego mind is going to, you know, just say, what the heck are you doing? You're talking, you know, what are you doing? Because that's what happened to me when I started looking at myself. It was uncomfortable to look in my eyes and tell myself that because my ego mind kept telling me, but but you're still fat, you know, you're still, you still tell your son that you're busy, you're still, so those things are going to keep coming in your mind. And and so it's for me, what I do is I know that it's not my true self because my, my higher self wants the best for me. My higher self wants me to remember who I am and continue to learn and grow. So I know that 
distinction between my ego mind and my higher self. So I completely ignore it and I keep pushing through and I keep doing and I keep, and the more you do it and the more you're consistent with it, the more you will start to feel that inner love just swell up inside of you. And then it pours out into the people around you. So it's, it's really important to, you know, to have, to do something like that, to look at the mirror and look at yourself, even if what, what Mel, um, what's her name? Mel Robbins yeah. talk about, yeah. Giving yourself a high five in the morning. And, um, just because we tend, I know for me, I tend to be so hard on myself and find everything that's not working. Oh, look at that. You know, you, that's wrong. You know, look at this, just always find it. And I didn't even realize that negative self-talk I was having until I started assessing my conversation. So my inner dialogue. So if, even if it's, you don't have the time to sit and do it with the mirror, cause you know, cause it, it does take time, but at least look, get in the mirror first thing in the morning and set yourself up for success and, and be your own cheerleader and own best friend. And, um, you know, continuously doing that, you will definitely see a difference. Yeah, and we were talking about, um, before we started recording, about each of us sort of seeing the glow in each other, right? And I think yours comes through absolutely, Nadine, like you're, um, whatever you're doing, like whatever, and you've described some of it, but whatever you're doing, keep on doing it because you've just got this glow about you that doesn't come from external things. It all comes from the internal work that you've obviously put the time and effort into. And it just is a different type of glow. And it's almost like you can see your spirit on your face. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know another way to put it, but thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Beautiful inside and out. Thank and we love so that much. about you. And so I guess kind of as we wrap up, what we'd love to hear is talk a little bit about your podcast, talk about any other offerings, anything else that, that you're doing right now and how people can, can get to you um, if they want to have a conversation or, or um, and then also we'll drop those things in our show notes too. So they'll have yes. some Yeah. So the name of my podcast is Universal Grace. It's a weekly episode of um, spirituality. I like to talk about, you know, intuition and cleaning out our belief systems and just anything mindset and, and spirituality to get us back to, you know, the badass creators that we are to remember who we are. So it's that's on a weekly basis. And I'm also working on a, um, a masterclass, a, a mastermind that is going to be coming out before the end of the year. And, and um, that's just all, that's, that's going to be all about, um, you know, just stepping into your purpose, moving away from pain into purpose, turning your pain into purpose, like all three of us have done. And um, I'm also working on a book as well that has really having me just step out of my comfort zone because I've always been telling myself, until recently that I'm not a good writer, but I know that was just, a, I know that's just a small mind. So I'm working on a book. I'm hoping to have it complete, um, completed before the end of the year, but we'll see that I've given myself a deadline for that. So I am going to, you know, stand up with integrity and make sure that I come through with that. So yeah, that's basically what it is. Um, working on mastermind and my, um, my podcast. I, I'm, I can be reached on Facebook. I have a Facebook group. It's called Universal Grace. And I'm also on Instagram, Universal Grace. And I'm on LinkedIn, Universal Grace. And recently I just joined TikTok. I have absolutely no idea how to use it, <laughs> but 
<laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's universal grace. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> that's what that's when we need the teenagers. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll figure that out for us. Exactly. <laughs> well, listen, you can we'll put all that in the show notes as well for Nadine and and her podcast is amazing. We thank you were a guest on her podcast uh, a while back, so we hope that you will check her out if you like ours. Listen, hers is going to resonate with you just like ours does. So we hope our listeners will, will transition over and listen to her as well. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for, for being with us today. And, and listen, everybody, check our show notes and, and check Nadine out. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you hadn't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. You can reach us at HigherNavigation.com. That's H-I-G-H-E-R Navigation.com. Thanks for listening.